so they may or may not be for sale. They were looking for some outside investment. Yeah. And then it turns out a couple of people made bids to buy the club in its entirety. Do you yeah. have any thoughts on the man you on on the bids? Have you seen any of that? Yeah. Uh, so, I think one of them yeah. Oh, go, go, go on, go. I was gonna say, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think the only the I, I feel like there was a few, but the ones that were the most important were the ones that came from uh the guy that's like the head of the um Qatari bank. Yeah. And then um the British business billionaire. I forget his name now. Yeah, um, Jim Ratcliffe. Yeah, yeah, Sir Jim Ratcliffe. So what are yeah. your thoughts there? It's just I mean, it's just it's so crazy because I, you know, I, everyone's been talking trash on the Glazers forever now. And and I think that the, the Man United fans definitely want them out. Um, but it's just a weird thing. It's like, it's like a, it's like a weird sale. It's like, Hey, we're not really up for sale, but maybe if the price is right, then yeah, we'll sell it. So like just putting the feelers out there and they're already saying that it's going to be what around like six and a half billion for this club. Well, so that's the thing. Like the Glazers want six and a half billion, but they're saying it's only worth about four and a half. Yeah. And we don't know how much the bids were for. Yeah. I, I know that Jim Ratcliffe has been a uh, a lifelong Man U fan. However, he like what when he made his money or whatever, he's been living in London forever. So they've been, I guess, Chelsea season ticket holders for <laughs> ever and ever. So his kids grew up going to Chelsea games, which is why he was linked to also buying Chelsea. But yeah. Um, his obviously preference would be to own Man United, and 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 I just think that yeah, obviously Man United is going to cost more than Chelsea, but man, six point five billion is what they want is wild because you I don't know if you've heard about all of the like repairs I know what's and going disrepair on. Yeah. that like yeah. Old Trafford is in and yeah, that whole yeah, you know the condemned stadium Dude. you're gonna have to start from scratch. Yeah, it's gonna be a big big challenge to get this place back to. It's going to be a big challenge when you've got to already up and pay six and a half to just, you know, own the thing. So, yeah, going for six seems insane. I don't know if it will. That Sheik that owns the bank probably has that amount of money, I would imagine. But Well, dude, the difference is like the Sheik. I'm just going to call him the Sheik, okay? No disrespect. I'm just going to call him the Qatari Sheik because I'm not good with those names like that. Excuse me. He said (laughs) he said he'll just buy the club outright. He's like, he's like, here. he's like yeah. here's the check, four point five billion. Take it or leave it. the The club no longer has debt. I own the club outright. He said he's also a Man U fan, yeah. and I'm gonna start putting money into this club right away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like revamp this part of the city. I'm gonna build new training facilities. Ronaldo was pissed about the training facility. He said they still have the same jacuzzi from 2003. <laughs> <laughs> that was dirty. He did him dirty when he said that. I was like, "Dang, this is a this is a small club." And he said he's also going to build a new stadium. Whereas Jim Ratcliffe, you know, he's going to have to you put together a consortium. You know, it's like like I don't know. I I like I get it. Like you want a British owner. Like that yeah, would be, that's what was going to be know? my question to you. Would you yeah. prefer a British owner, the Glazers, or the Sheik? If you're a Man U fan, who do you If want? I'm a Man U fan, I'm roll, I'm rolling with the Sheik all day cuz I'm like, listen, like I know people are like, "Oh yeah, like Qataris, you know, if it's if it's the state, you got to deal with like, oh yeah, like do they hate gay people? Are they committing genocide? Are they beating women?" so on and so. Okay, maybe that's a char- characterization of a whole group of people, but I'm saying these are the kinds of questions that people are asking. But I'm like, this guy, the Sheik, this Qatari Sheik, he's he's like 
on he's like a chair like on the board for like a like i can't remember which swiss bank it is but like i feel like he's already like integrated into like european society yeah, and been yeah. vetted to the degree where like they're like yeah this is this is a like an outstanding person like he's not like doing all this stuff and it's like him buying it as a person that's setting up like a foundation to do it so i feel like i feel like if i was a man U fan like like if it was like oh yeah saudi arabia is buying your club or qatar is buying your club that's one thing but like oh this man who happens to be from qatar mm-hmm. is buying your club and he's also a man U fan i'm like he has more money than you ratcliffe like sorry like you yeah. can't use your nationality to to get like your nationality is not going to win us any championships and it's certainly not going to convince any players to come play for you but you know what is money. money but that being said do you think that like let's say that it's it's 10 or 20 years from now and 90 percent of the premier league clubs are owned by non-british people let's say you know americans or qataris or middle eastern companies or whatever do you think that that would potentially have pose any sort of problems for the premier league or do you think that that's just kind of the way that it's going and everybody needs to be fine with that Uh, me so me personally i feel like like this is i feel like it's a little bit weird territory like obviously like yeah it would be better like Oh yeah, like this is an English club owned by an English person, but if there's a better person for the job, mm-hmm. why should they be precluded to do it because they're not English? Yeah, you know, I, I, that's how I feel. It's like, I mean, like, would I rather have an English owner? Like, let's say Southampton. Would I rather have an English owner at Southampton? Or if there's, let's just say, for sake, I'm wearing a Turkish shirt. A Turkish billionaire is like, yo, I, I'm I'm a big Southampton fan because my my nephew played there, you know, back in the '90s, and we've been following ever since. I fell into some money. British clubs are a great investment. You can spend a ton of money and just play the long game and know that you know if I put in ten billion dollars. I might get eight billion back, and at the end of fifteen seasons, I can sell it for three times what I paid for it. And yeah. you know what? That's good enough for me just to get you know a two x or three x of my money, and I can spend a ton. And then you have a British guy that's like, well, you know, I'm also a fan, but like our model's like a lot less aggressive. Like we can only spend you know like you know uh, thirty million a season, and that's what we're gonna just spend thirty million a season for the next ten seasons, and you know we'll just exist in the premier league i mean i don't know what do you think like for me i'm like yeah like i you got to go with whoever is best for the job like nationality really unfortunately for me can't really play a factor i mean if it's an american owner that's cheap like i feel like for example when you when you think about like american owners historically they're not great owners because they treat it like a business so i'm like but but like todd bowley i mean despite being you know brand spanking new to all this he's broken that stereotype that the american owner is a cheap owner so like if there's like i feel like it's just like the kind of owner you are versus you know where you're from where you're from where you're from probably should is is a is a bad way to just literally judging (laughs) you know so yeah but but to the 